Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Jumping in here quickly to share that the Leadership Styles Quiz is now live. If you're not one of the hundreds of leaders, business owners or CEOs who have already discovered their unique leadership style, then you'll want to jump into the show notes now to jump on and do this. This quiz reveals your unique zone of brilliance as a leader, your blind spots, so those things holding you back, your personality, your gifts and your strengths, as well as how your childhood shaped the leader that you are today. It only takes three minutes and you can take the quiz in the show notes below. Enjoy. Oh, hello, hello. I have really missed speaking to you guys over the break. It is the or the first or the second week back in January and I am sitting back to my desk and my computer for the first time in a little while and can I just say that I am so happy to be back. I have absolutely loved the break and had the most incredible uh, week over at Rottnest Island and um so much time spent at the beach running around after little naked children and trying to get sunscreen on them while they run away from me and (laughs) squirm through my fingers and lots of time drinking wine on balconies watching sunsets and lots of eating lots of drinking all of the things lots of getting my um my lips burnt So while I was at Rottnest, I spent a lot of time in the sun, down at the beach, snorkeling, all of the things. And I didn't get burnt anywhere else apart from my lips. And um, yeah, if you're in my orbit at the moment, you would have heard this story a few times. But my lips got so burnt that they got all cracked. And then my beautiful little toddler um, headbutted me accidentally when he was going to give me a kiss at night and knocked my lip and gave me a great wound which then turned into this great sore on my lip for a good week and um it sounds like a little thing but it was actually one of the most painful weeks about like five or six days of just not being able to smile properly and not being able to move my mouth properly and i i guess it's moments like that that just make you 
so bloody grateful and appreciative for things that you didn't even ever think that you could be appreciative for. Like I've never felt so much appreciation for my lips before in my life. (laughs) And if you know me well and you know what I look like, you know, I've got a pretty big mouth and a pretty big smile. And most of the time you will, you will see me with a big, big old smile on my face. And so not being able to smile was really hard. And I actually felt like it really impacted my mood because I couldn't probably interact with my kids. So Oh my gosh. Anyway, long story short, cracked lips turned into the sore. I was in a bit of a pain, in a bit of pain for about five or six days until it cleared up. And then when I could smile again, it was just such a breath of fresh air and made me really appreciate, um, gosh, just our amazing bodies, right? And that each part of our body has this beautiful and unique purpose that I feel like you don't appreciate until it's gone. Like I never thought about all the, all the functions of lips before, like lips allow you to smile, lips allow you to eat food, lips allow you to kiss your children and your husband. And oh my gosh. Um, anyway, I've been on, I went on a real tangent with that story, but I think you, I think you get the point. It's only once you've lost something that you really appreciate it. So part of my, part of my goal for 2023 is to really practice more appreciation, practice more gratitude for everything in my life and just truly enjoy and really, truly be present and experience all the awesomeness that is already in my life because life is already so great and there is nothing that really needs to change. I think I, I just want to get better at enjoying it all and, and really soaking it up and absorbing it and appreciating it. So, um, I feel like the cracked lips really helped anchor in that learning for me. (laughs) Anyway, total tangent. I'm going to come back to why the hell we're here, um, which is, first of all, to welcome in 2023. I'm so happy to be here. I'm really excited about 2023. I know it's going to be a bloody incredible year full of opportunities and expansion and fun and growth and enjoyment and love and all the good things. Um, I know it's going to really push me and I know it's going to be absolutely fantastic and, and be full of learnings. And I, I hope that yours is as well. I'm so keen to hear what your goals are for the year, what you want to anchor in, what you want to bring more of into your life. And if you haven't shared your word with me for 2023 yet, please do. I love, love, love hearing them. And um, I also wanted to share a couple of really quick tips about if you're uh, recruiting, if you're hiring, if you're expanding your team and you want to know what the best interview questions are, um, that's what I wanted to share with you today. A really quick and short and beautiful one. This was a question that came to me from one uh, business owner of a 30 person team um who yeah wanted to know what the what the best interview questions were and after being in the recruitment hr 
team development, leadership development world for 12 over 12 years now. There's a few that I have heard and that I have up my sleeve that I have always found um, have been really, really valuable. Um, There are so many out there, I should say. um, And that at the end of the day, if you know me well, you know, you'll know, I'll always say you need to tailor your interview questions to your own personal culture and strategy and, you know, role objectives and values and all of those sort of things. But today I'm going to share my seven most favorite questions in the whole wide world. And you, as you hear me speak these out, you'll notice that there's there's definitely a heavier weighting towards questions that are aligned to finding out whether a new candidate is going to be good values and personality fit versus that kind of like technical skills fit. And in the recruitment world, you know, we would often recommend that if you're bringing on a newbie, the the weighting between soft to hard as in soft being like that values and that purpose fit or or that values and personality fit. And then the hard being more like those hard technical skills, we would usually say go 80, 20. So 80% weighting towards values and purpose and 20% weighting towards technical skills and hard fit. And why is that? It's pretty simple. Skills can be taught. Values can't skills can be taught values can't so of course you're not going to hire someone that doesn't have the skills for your role if you're in a medical practice you need to make sure that that person has got the right certificate right but when it gets down to you know some of those finer um, more behavioral skills the most important part is more so the values fit because values are very deeply ingrained into a person like if we're thinking about the um the uh the the human iceberg if you can imagine an iceberg and how you've got like the tip of the iceberg above the surface of the water and then you've got like the majority of the iceberg lives underneath the water that you know that you can't see you know values are something that live deep under the surface and um you know they're deep underneath the water of that of that iceberg you can't you can't see them and they're very deeply ingrained Um, skills would be sitting on the top of the iceberg. So skills are things that you can change over time and that you can work on with focus and persistence and energy. So that's why the questions that I'm going to share with you are definitely going to be more weighted towards that values piece. And the one last thing that I would say is that, of course, your interview questions are not the be all and end all. <laughs> These are just a few fun ones to work you through. At the end of the day, your your hiring process should be really comprehensive and include multiple different aspects to it, like personality profiling, perhaps even some work sampling, um, definitely some references, maybe even some online Facebook stalking, uh lots of research um perhaps even like a take-home assignment even like a um a team trial day like there's so many different aspects that should be included in your recruitment process because you really 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 want to hire slow and fire fast hire slow 
hire really slow. Take your time with your hiring. And when you notice that someone needs to go, you fire them fast. And why is that? If you've ever had to fire someone, I won't have to explain this to you. You'll just know firing someone sucks and um, it can take a lot of your energy and it can keep you up at night. And when you are going through the hiring process of, of bringing someone into your team, you know, that's bringing someone into your family. Like you really want to make sure that you're bringing in that right person. And, and I know that that can be really hard. I know that when you're desperate for a human to, <laughs> or as I hear a lot of leaders say, I just want to bum on a seat. Um, I like, I, I know that, that I know that feeling of urgency um, that can arise, um, but the best companies out there know that it's better to hire slow and fire fast and just take time to find the right person if you actually want to get get out of that situation of, of desperate desperation and urgency. So anyway, let's jump in to my favorite questions. Um, and I should just really quickly preface this by saying that like the best interview is going to be the one that has been set up really well and that you have prepared that candidate in the best possible way by providing them with all the information that they could possibly need to know about the role and the comp the company and the culture the team your vision your values your purpose your goals what to expect in the role what success looks like in the role um that you've really like set them up with as much information ahead of the interview you don't want the interview to be like something where you're just having to sit there doing all the talking, telling them about the role. Of course, there's going to be a little bit of that in there, but the best interview is the one that you can actually dive straight into like the really, really juicy stuff, like get really deep um, into the powerful questions um, that you're not sitting there trying to do, do all the generic, you know, general explaining bit about like who you are as a company and what you do and all of that. That's just going to be a waste of time for you. Um, so assuming that you have set them up with all of that great information or even like told them what success, you know, what the role objectives look like, um, these questions will serve you really well. So let's jump into them. My favorite seven questions of all time. This first one is going to sound really, really simple, but it's so powerful. And it is, why are you the best person for this role? Why are you the best person for this role? And ultimately, this is a really powerful question because first of all, it's just, it's going to get the candidate to actually show their ability to communicate their own value and, and fight for their case of why they are the best, like what skills they bring to the table, what experience they bring that is a really good fit for the role like why why they're a great fit and it gets them to do the work for you so rather than you having to like sift through their cv and try and figure out why you think they're the best person for the role they actually 
will do all that work for you and all that sifting for you because they're the experts of their own career and life, right? Um, and it's going to be a waste of time you going through their CV. It's good to get them to do that for you. <laughs> um, question number two, another really simple yet powerful one is, why do you want this role? Tell me, why do you want this role? And why this is such an important one is their answer will reveal a lot about them in terms of their own motivations. So if they say something like, well, I've been stalking you on Instagram for ages and I just love your team culture days that you do and it just looks like you have so much fun at work and, you know, it's really important to me to have like a community um, that feels really values aligned, then that's going to tell you a lot about what's really important to them versus, you know, if they say, if you say, why do you want this role? And if they just say, oh, um, you know, it, it's just like it's close to my house and the pay is pretty good. You know, that's going to give you a very different sense of what sort of person this is and whether they're going to be a good values fit for you. So asking them the why do you want this role and what their motivation is um, will tell you a lot. The next of my favorite questions is, and this will be tailored depending on what your values are as a business. So the first one is, um, which of your values speaks to you most and why? And once again, this will help you understand what their values are and what's most important to you and whether they're going to be a good fit to your values. And then like the advanced um advanced step to this values question is to actually design specific questions that speak to each of your values as a company so if you have gone through the process of defining what your company's core values are say for example if one of your values is um going above and beyond or exceeding expectations or excellence or something like that um, what you want to do is design a specific question that actually addresses and assesses that candidate's fit to that value. So you might ask a question like, tell me about a time that you've exceeded the expectations for a customer in a way that truly wowed them. So that you're, you're not actually telling them what the value is for your company, but you are asking them a question which assesses their fit to it because your values are the core foundations of who you are as a business, right? So you really, you want to make sure that there's a really strong values fit and it's very easy, you know, you don't want to ask the question like, hey, do you believe in going above and beyond for a customer? You don't want to ask that. Because what are they going to say? Yes, yes, of course they do. I love going above and beyond for customers. You'd, you'd never want to give them the answer. You want to design a question um, that tells them to provide an example of when they have gone above and beyond for a customer or something like that. Anyway, so that was the third question was around the values fit. Question number four is what's your proudest and greatest achievement of all time and why? What's your proudest and greatest achievement of all time and why? 
This will tell you a lot about one, their work ethic, and two, what is most important to them or what means the most to them. And will tell you a lot about their, their ability to like focus and, um, you know, stay dedicated to a goal. Um, it'll tell you a lot about like how they actually achieve their goals. So you, you can actually dig deeper into this one as well and say like, how did you go about achieving that? Um, and it will just tell you a lot about, yeah, who they are and how they work and what's most important to them. Question number five is, this is a really, really great one. What have you learnt from an apparent failure or screw up in your career or life? <laughs> what have you learned from an apparent failure or screw up in your career or life? This one is so powerful for showing a candidate's ability to learn, to bounce back from failure and to be resilient in the face of hardship. It'll show their level of growth mindset um, you know, growth mindset being that, that belief that we can learn and change and grow and that we're not stuck as we are. Um, and you know, it'll just give you a really good sense of what they deem as failure as well, because, you know, the perfectionists out there will have a very different definition of failure compared to, um, someone else. <laughs> Question number six is, no one's perfect and here we believe that the journey of self-improvement and progression is forever tell us about one area you know is a weakness for you and how how do you go about overcoming that so this is a really really important one for not only showing self-awareness but also showing that level of vulnerability um you know how honest are they willing to be about, you know, what they're not good at? Because, you know, it's half about owning your strengths and I'm a really, really big one for, for owning your strengths. And look, if there was more questions that I could share with you, of course, I would always be vouching for, tell me about your greatest strength. Um, but in terms of the one that's actually going to reveal a lot about, uh, uh, a candidate's level of vulnerability and, and honesty and um, ability to learn and grow is asking them about what they know is a weakness for them and how they go about overcoming that weakness or what they're doing to, to overcome that one. And the lucky last one, question number seven is, what would your references say about you if we asked them? <laughs> this is always a really, really good one, which shows a couple of things. One, shows self-awareness. Two, shows a candidate's ability to put themselves in another person's shoes <laughs> and really think critically about how others might see them and really be able to look through another person's eyes and can be a really, really great way to get a sense of what a candidate is like outside of an interview context. Because there are, yes, it is a real thing, that there are some people out there who are fantastic interviewers, um, really, really great performers. But then when it comes to actually you know, getting in there and delivering the results, 
they might not be as strong as what the interview has revealed them to be. So um, it can also be a really great one for them when you do go to do the references, you can see is there consistency there because they're not going to really be able to bullshit you, are they? Because they know that you are actually going to go and talk to their references. So yeah, really, really awesome one there. So they are my favourite seven questions of all time. They're there is another million and seven up my sleeve if you if you want them but they're my seven most powerful ones in terms of actually revealing really really important things about the candidate and of course um goes without saying you you are going to be building in questions as well into your interview guide that address the technical or the hard skills and capabilities required to achieve the role objectives, right? Um, but those are the ones that I would assume you would be really well placed to be able to check in on because you're probably an expert of that technical area within your business to a certain extent, whereas I would not be. So I really hope you enjoyed those seven. Let me know which one you liked the most. Um, share with me on Instagram in the DMs or send me an email at hello at emmacampbell.com.au. And if you want to work with me or be coached by me in 2023, I just want to say that my one-to-one coaching spots and my business partnership coaching spots are filling up really fast. There's been a lot of interest this week. Something is in the air. So if you if you know that you want to up-level your own leadership and mindset game, if you know that you want to scale and grow your team, if you know that you want to expand your impact and really anchor deeply or more deeply than ever before into your purpose, then just send me an email at hello at emmacampbell.com.au and we can just get the, the conversation started. I can share a couple of options about what it would look like to work together. I have, hope you have the most incredible day. Happy 2023. What a great year it's going to be. I look forward to talking to you soon and um, I'll see you in the next episode. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed, I would just love it if you took one little minute to leave a quick review or even to share this potty with a friend who you think might benefit from its message. It's honestly hearing your feedback that keeps me going and helps me spread the word to get in the ears of other people just like you who are going through similar challenges and keen for a little bit of inspiration. Thank you so much. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you.